You may open your Bibles to Psalm 144. While you're turning there, I'd like to read to you a verse that I've shared with you this week in emails. Genesis 28 and verse 17, after Jacob, fleeing from Esau, had a dream and a ladder was set up that went up to heaven and the angels were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord God stood above the ladder and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it into thy seed. And he went on and blessed him with some wonderful statements of promise. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place! Exclamation point. This is none other but the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And he rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it, and he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. Bethel means the house of God. Beth-el, Elohim, the house of God. And Jacob was frightened by the place. He said, how dreadful is it? And it is the house of the Lord, and it's the gate of heaven. Well, isn't that everything we want? Don't we want the house of the Lord? And to have the dreadful God, the dreadful God, sending His angels up and down on a ladder to take care of us? Uh, we have that. Amen. We know more about the angels and the God at the top of that ladder and His Son, Jesus Christ, and the hope of everlasting life and what those angels desire to look into, and they are our servants, than He did. We are blessed to be in the house of God in Bethel this morning. Psalm 144 is a popular and favorite psalm of this church and has been for 15 years because of David's humble prayer for the Lord to bless him as the leader of Israel and for God to bless the church of Israel by ridding them of strange children and blessing their families and them and their prosperity in the world while they serve the Lord. Stand with me, please, as we read Psalm 144 in unison. Psalm 144. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Lord, what is man that thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man that thou makest account of him? Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passeth away. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning, and scatter them. Shoot out thine arrows, and destroy them. Send thine hand from above. Rid me, and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, upon a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings, 
will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. That our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones, polished after the similitude of a palace, that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Amen and amen. You may be seated. We hate to fight. But if we're pushed to fight, we'll fight. And so David is thankful to the Lord, who is his strength and was his strength, that taught his hands to war and his fingers to fight in the first verse. That's David's part in the battles that he engaged in against Saul, against Absalom, and other enemies. Then in verse 2, he lists a number of names, nouns for the Lord as far as his goodness, his fortress, high tower, deliverer, shield, the one that he trusted in who subdued his people under him. He asks twice in this psalm for the Lord to deliver him and the nation of Israel from strange children. Strange children are described here in verses 8 and 11 as those who speak vanity. Their words are not sincere. Their words are not honest. Their hearts are not with us. Whose mouth speaketh vanity and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. The greetings, the commitments to each other are false because they're not really with us. And so that is prayed for twice, and that is why churches should be practicing strict church discipline to get rid of strange children among them so that they can have the benefits that follow later in this chapter of Psalm 144. Because immediately upon verse 11 finishing, we have verses 12 through 15, where our families can grow up like they should in verse 12, that we can prosper financially and productively in verse 13, that there will be peace. Our cities, our homes will not be broken into, and we will not be fleeing from them in fear, and that we will be happy without complaining in our streets. That is a good church. And that was the church of the Old Testament prayed for by David, and we want to have the same prayer today. Today we want to be a happy day. We want to prepare ourselves for celebrating our 35th anniversary next Sunday. We want to think about every aspect of the church that time will allow us to think about. We want to realize its glory and value and purpose in the earth. And it's very great. As I suggested to you in the preparatory yesterday, when you read Nehemiah chapter 8, I was asking you to think that while that service was going on with such emotion and such care and worship of the God of heaven and such dedication to the words that were being read distinctly and explained, 
there wasn't an event like that taking place anywhere else in the world. You know, the Cherokee Nation was eating buffalo chips. They were bow, you know, the nations were bowing down to totem poles and gods made of stone. They were worshiping the, the host of heaven. What a blessing to be called out of this world like the Israelites were to have that church service. And then in Acts chapter two, what a blessing to have been a traveler from some far distant region of the Roman Empire to be in Jerusalem to worship at Pentecost and get far more than you bargained for. They came to worship the Lord Jehovah according to the Old Covenant, and there's a man, Peter, and they're all speaking in foreign languages that those men were born in, and they all knew that these were dumb, ignorant, the hill folk, forgive me, any of you that came from the hills, the hill folk from the Sea of Galilee. The most uneducated little segment of Israel. And there they were declaring the wonderful works of God in many different languages. They got more than they bargained for. And what a blessing that was. And it wasn't happening anywhere else but around God's house, which was in Jerusalem. And we're in God's house today. And we shouldn't look at it any less. We should look at it as being better and greater than the house of Solomon, the house of Zerubbabel, the house in Jerusalem, the house of Bethel that Jacob raised up. We are blessed abundantly. And let's show the Lord that with our hearts and our mouths today. Happy is that people that is in such a case. And we are in such a case. Every home that you live in, the transportation you use, crushes what David knew. We should be very thankful. And we are very blessed. Happy is that people that is in such a case. And I'm not talking about houses and refrigerators. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, with David, our beloved brother, we bless and we praise Thee, for Thou art the Lord our strength. Thou art our goodness, our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer, our shield. We trust in You, and You have brought us together in this relationship. Heavenly Father, we are blessed abundantly. We continue to pray as we have prayed for many years, that You would deliver us from strange children whose mouth speaketh vanity and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood, that You would deliver us from them, that You would fight our battles for us so we need not fight, and that You would bless us, Heavenly Father, with children growing up in this church as plants and as polished cornerstones, that our oxen would not break, that our oxen would be productive, that our sheep would bring forth thousands and ten thousands, that You would provide our daily bread. We do not ask to be rich. We ask to be saved from poverty, that You would give us food convenient for us. Most of all, we want our God to be the Lord of Israel. We want our God to be Jehovah. And O Lord Jehovah, we bless and we worship Thee with our beloved brother's inspired words. Bless us this day to be thankful for the house of the Lord, for the house of God that we are able to meet with. Heavenly Father, save even our children from confusing the building with the assembly. Bless us to understand that the assembly of believers is the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, and He cares not 
about the building. He cares about us and our hearts. And O oh Lord, revive our hearts this day. Lift us up together. Cause us to love Thee more than we ever have before. O oh Lord, do not let it be said of us that we have lost our first love and You're about to take our candlestick away. Heavenly Father, enlarge our hearts that we would love Thee more than we ever have before. Let us love the house of God. Let it be the one thing that we desire in the earth. Let us desire to be a doorkeeper in the house of our God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For one day in Your house, O Lord, is better than a thousand anywhere else. Forgive us, for we have neglected Your house. That is Your place of worship with Your people. Forgive us, for we have come in here dull, cold, taken with iniquity, confused by the world, troubled about our little lives. Heavenly Father, forgive us and stir us up this day that our worship will be acceptable in Thy sight. Cleanse us from our iniquities. Remember our weakness and grant us the power of Your Holy Spirit to worship Thee acceptably with reverence and godly fear. But, O Lord, fill our hearts with happiness at the same time for Your abundant goodness toward us, starting with the fact that You, Thou, art our God. We thank Thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that Thou hast revealed Thyself to us. You have drawn us to Thee and to Thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And without Thy drawing, without You having opened our hearts, we would not be headed in this direction, nor would we be in this place. It is all of grace, and we thank Thee for it. We pray for no less blessing upon every other assembly of saints that calls upon Your name in sincerity and in truth around the world. We pray for their ministers as well, that You will uphold them as You did David in this psalm, that You would protect their churches and purge them as well, that You would bless their families, their production, their prosperity, and their happiness, along with ours. O Lord, we love Thy kingdom, and we pray for our brothers and sisters, the sheep scattered abroad, as much as we pray for ourselves. Know our hearts. Remember that, O Lord, and have mercy upon us in this assembly this day. We thank Thee for Thy precious Word that tells us about the Lord Jesus Christ, for whom we thank Thee above all else. We thank Thee that at Thy right hand is our Savior. We're thankful that an ensign was raised to the nations and to it the Gentiles would seek. And we have found the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah of God, our only Savior, our coming King of kings, Lord of lords, the blessed and only potentate, the cornerstone and head of our church, the apostle and the high priest of our profession, the great shepherd of the sheep, and the bishop of our souls. We thank Thee for Him. Help us to lift Him up this day, and every day You leave us in this world for His honor and glory forever, in whose name we pray, even the name of Jesus. Amen.